The administrative profession holds both routine and unexpected demands throughout each day. Due to each role being unique, much like your thumbprint, there's no manual that makes it black and white or a no-brainer. However, having transitioned from the profession myself turned specialized headhunter, I've been blessed with over 2,500 one-on-one connections with admins living this profession each day. They've shared with me remedies, ideas, and hilarious moments, which could help others transition from, and I air quote, the word island, in which we feel and see ourselves living, to a place of community. Each PS episode, of which I'll let you know, PS stands for permission slip, not postscript. These episodes will deliver thought-provoking moments to help you navigate your admin world. Let's get to today's topic. Hi, everybody. Welcome to a PS episode. And this one is called Next Level. And I've got to give some credit to motherhood and to having some fun boys in my life. And there's going to be a really fun story um, that I think is funny uh, that the boys actually laugh about that is really teeing me up to bring life to my professional setting and then into the ears and minds of you guys. So I have this little rule. If you follow me on Instagram, you're familiar where in my house um, I'm describing. I've got a beautiful, big, comfortable brown leather chair right next to my fireplace. It's also got a side table with a lamp. And um, I have a rule that when we're kind of done at the end of our day and dinner, and if I happen to plant myself there, that they have to give me a kiss before they head upstairs. And my youngest went ahead and gave me a kiss. And then went to my feet, which were covered by a blanket that were up on an ottoman to tuck my feet in so that they were extra cozy. (laughs) And my oldest, who's watching this unfold, is shaking his head going, oh my gosh. He's like, that's next level. Like, how am I going to compete with that? And I said, well, you know, it's true. What can you come up with? And he essentially just repeated what his younger brother did (laughs) to be able to air quotes, be excused to head upstairs because we're kind of wrapping out our day. So it caught me thinking after that incident, just the kiss is great, but tucking in my feet was totally next level. And one of the things that's simple and easy about, you know, the kiss is essentially to pay the toll to head upstairs to kind of close out our day is it's easy, it's one task, and it's on a natural habit to complete. And that's very applicable to the administrative profession and how we can easily slide into a conveyor belt fashion in our work style. Meaning we've got these emails coming at us and we've, the focus is let's get it on the calendar. And I know sometimes that Scheduling certain appointments are a no-brainer, but others require the pause. And so I have with me today a few, what I believe are unconventional ways, and it's actually also stemming from a great call I had yesterday with an exceptional admin who's in a role, and her and her executive were like, can you get on the phone with Halani and brainstorm about how we can essentially add life and energy back into my calendar because I'm starting to get overwhelmed, be it the executive. And she's exceptional. 
of course she's great. And she's like, you know, the springboard of being able to talk to you and sort of role play is really awesome. So I'm always honored when I'm able to circle back with individuals that I've interacted with and placed in roles. So next level. And then the conveyor belt. And I've talked to Leah about this a few times where she's like, oh my gosh, I was just so committed on the task and didn't even stop and pause to think. And it, a lot of it stems from the calendar. And we always get into that flow. So it's not a bad thing when we're being conveyor belt. And I always use the analogy, the black and white uh, visual of Lucy at the chocolate conveyor belt. And they're just coming out and coming out. And then all of a sudden she has no place to put it. So she winds up eating them. And I thought, why don't we stop the conveyor belt? So that's the first point here, the pause, the importance of the pause. And we get in a rhythm where we're moving very quickly. We just want to check stuff off on our list. 15 seconds is absolutely acceptable. And then tangent, but this is really important. A minute goes by super fast, but ask someone who's doing a one minute plank and it takes forever. I saw that on a meme on Instagram a couple of weeks ago and I was like, oh my gosh, isn't that the truth? So a minute can feel long when you're doing a plank or a minute can feel fast. So 15 seconds, 30 seconds, however you want to approach adding this habit is super great. When we're thinking of next level, we want to assess what's coming at us, right? The conveyor belt. We want to ask the why is it coming at me? And then we want to ask, do I need more? Which is for me, context saves lives. <laughs> that what is the more? And here's an example, right? We're putting things on the calendar and I've seen a lot of uh, executives calendars. I ask to see them when I'm working with them to find them their partner. And it's really boring and it's all one color, and there's lack of structure. Um, I also have people that send me calendar invites, and I believe Leah and I covered this in her episode that was a few episodes ago, where they send an invite, and it says, call with Helani Ellis, and it lands on my calendar, and I'm like, oh, I'm having a call with myself shortly. So it's important to think about the why, the context, and then assessing what's going on, Color coding is key. I know a lot of you probably already do that. So you're like, yeah, okay, I do that. What else does she have? Bear with me. Um, the next thing is the structure of the subject line, uh, the ability to use the notes section. I'm starting to realize not a lot of you use it. You should be capitalizing on that where you have, in, in the case of myself, you know, Helani, exceptional admins. It's a hyperlink to my website, Steve. Uh, company ABC. It's a hyperlink to his website so that, you know, when we're getting ready for that phone call, I have the opportunity to click it and get up to speed. Now, because that's shared externally, we don't want to put private information or the stalking information that may have been required to do in advance of getting on that call. So I have Leah put on my calendar next to certain appointments and FAQ, which is strictly for me. She goes out and does a significant amount of research on the people I'm going to be connecting with, especially if it's a client, and she will put an FAQ next to it, which is maybe six resources I can click on, get up to speed. Maybe there's a copy and paste of the bio stuff. So if you have an executive that's having connection points with pretty much anyone in the community or out of your state, you should be thinking about giving them more context so that they can show up to that conversation stronger. Here's the next thing. And this goes a little bit with conveyor belt, and this helps you guys start to transition 
too strategic. The call I had yesterday that was the executive, that's just becoming overwhelmed. There's so much going on, which is a blessing and um, unfortunately a curse. I said to the assistant, I said, is everything on her calendar busy work or productive work? And she paused and she's like, I've never thought about the appointments as being one or the other. And I said, well, certain people ask for a meeting because they're ultimately feeling they need a touch point for affirmation, confirmation, and they have, you know, questions and things they need to resolve. I said, and then sometimes, because that's busy work in my mind, um, especially if it's starting to suck up, you know, 30 hours for seven different staff members, they're a small team. Or is it productive? There is a full-blown agenda. There is a, this is why we're meeting. This is what success looks like, hopefully, after this meeting. And is there that structure? She goes, there isn't. So I said, it's going to be an adjustment to bring in a process that they haven't had to deal with before, but you should be creating a Google form that is simple to complete, that in order to produce a meeting on the CEO's calendar, We want to help you get what you need from the CEO, so help us first with the structure of your meeting. It also helps them get aligned and organized with, it is not a conversation, unless you specify completely it's brainstorming. This will also help condense the amount of time that's required in these meetings to get to the point. And things can maybe happen in a half hour instead of 45 minutes, and then because of how we view the clock, that 15 extra minutes, we're just, excuse me, shooting the shit. Time, time is challenging, and I say this often. We cannot control time. That's the one thing in our world we cannot control. Every minute that passes, how are we using it? And so the structure of time and setting up goals, and here's the, I've got two more things. Here's the next thing. I was giving her this as closing advice so that she can kind of have a, a list of things to toy with, but give a minimum of three weeks of usage before you decide it's not working and or let's rebuild it break it down a little bit and rebuild it. When executives begin to become overwhelmed, decision fatigue, screen fatigue, you know, responsibility fatigue, financial fatigue, I mean, that fatigue list, we we see it and we feel it with them. If we can help alleviate, which all of those things may be perceived as negative because the word fatigue is attached, we should be bringing in the light and the sunshine. And you can do it with the uh, following suggestion. I actually heard uh, a partial part of this tip uh, from a strong um, EA who worked at Harvard for many, many years, supporting a lot of the professors and uh, leadership staff. She would be, she would sit with her executive at the top of the week and say, based on everything we've got going on, if we accomplish X amount of things here on my list, we will have had a successful week. She was tracking that. She was following through and watching those things because her executive uh, or the professor said yes and or I don't want to do that for this week as my goal. I want to do this instead. So you're keeping them accountable because you've declared what are the things we need to be focusing on this week. And it may not be completing it, but it may be getting a project or an activity to its next stage. And that's helpful. So that Thursday night, you can send a follow-up email, you know, strike through the things that did get completed or provide an update, or if you're using Slack, or if you're using Trello or Asana or even a CRM, you should be able to provide them with this. These were our goals that we agreed on. 
These three are already done. And then they enter into Friday with an energy that's different than feeling exhausted because they do believe, where's every, where's my time going? How much is getting done? And then the last thing, and um, this is so powerful. And I'm leaving here when we talk about next level as the subject for this PS episode. I heard this from a really good executive. He's an entrepreneur and he owns three companies. And it's an acronym called WAIT. W-A-I-T. And it has two meanings. The word WAIT offers WAIT. What am I doing? WAIT. Where am I going? The pause. And then the word wait, those four letters, also can mean, why am I talking? Why am I talking? And a lot of the times we reserve talking because we don't feel strong enough in what we want to say and have very little supportive information that we wind up not speaking. So... When you want to sit in front of your executive and maybe use setting the goals example, why am I talking is what you're asking yourself. And it's to support them better, to be strategic, keep them accountable, quite honestly, manage up and show strategic behavior versus tactical, tactical being the conveyor belt. And then another way to use it, uh, full disclosure, I've used it on my youngest. I'll say, have you, have you chosen to wait? which means pause and then ask yourself, why am I talking? So that they can have and improve the metacognition, which means looking inward. Why am I talking? Like, what, what do I want to get out of this? Is there a focus on this? This actually applies to your life, not just business. You know, do I want to make that comment on that Facebook post? Wait, why am I talking? Is this going to actually return in me? Is this going to fire me up? Is this going to make me feel joyful because I'm telling someone congratulations? That's obviously easy. But that wait serves you two ways. Wait means pause, is what I'm about to say powerful, or is what I'm about to say um, positive, or is what I'm about to say received well, because I'm in front of the right audience for the information I'm about to spit out. And then the wait is also, should I do this? Should I say this and take a risk? Thanks guys for joining in and listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode and I appreciate any reviews that you want to give out onto Apple podcast. And thanks also for following on Instagram under exceptional admins and LinkedIn under exceptional admins. Have a great day. Thanks for sharing a little bit of your time with me and allowing me the opportunity to inspire you My intention with the PS episodes are for you to rediscover why you're in this profession and continue to love it. Have a great day.